A quick hello and we're good to go. Welcome to the show, Tom Hodgson. Welcome. As long as I don't need to do a second verse, we're all good. Are we ready? I would have thought that doing Christmas lights for a big crowd of people, you'd be pretty good at singing, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be singing Christmas carols at the same time or something? The great thing about the the lights is because the lights sing. Because they're synchronised to music, Like we spend a lot of time making sure the lights sing so that I don't have to. Brilliant. Okay, and if if anybody isn't yet intrigued by what Dom's going to talk about, you should be now because that was really mysterious piece of conversation based on previous knowledge I had and Dom the conversation we'd had before. Before we get going, though, really quickly, your brand serp. We won't take long over this, but I had a quick look at your brand serp, and in fact, there's another Dom Hodgson who does oh, pet, yeah. pet things, and he's a comic who does oh, yeah. business growing it, and very strange. Yeah, um, let me tell you, like. So when he was when he was very very young, he set up a MySpace, and his MySpace was the real Dom Hodgson, which oh, no. sort of upset me a little bit because you know sort of. Him. But yeah, he's. I've actually spoken to him a few times. There's him, and there's another Dom Hodgson who is. Um, he discovered a lake in Antarctica called Lake Hodgson, and has written a book about that. So I've got no chance of regaining my bronze up for that very oh. minute at all. But and yet your Twitter boxes are at the top, and we can see there from the space underneath they're they're dormant Twitter boxes. I mean, they could that would bloom into Twitter boxes if you did a few tweets today. Um, is my betting because of the way the the spacing shows. But you're actually dominating that. And if we go to the next slide at the bottom, you've got your image number one in the image boxes down the bottom, and you've got comedian next to your name uh, just above that, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very pleased with that. (laughs) <laughs> and my name turns up right next to that with the Caddy Cube Tuesdays kind of experiment. We kind of trample all over your brand set, whether you like it or not. And the next one is the videos where you're really active on Twitter. And here we can see that Twitter videos do really well. Yeah, and so um, your Twitter activity is really doing you a big favor on that front. Yeah, I do spend most of my time on that. You can see that the, um, the, the second tweet down is actually we went viral with that. Um, Earlier on in the year, so we were featured in the newspapers. We were featured on like BBC TV, Jeremy Vine, um, and that was when my wife decided to do um, a fake holiday in the home, where she she made us leave and she did an aeroplane and everything like that. So that was just a Twitter thread that I did, and it was it was the most insane experience I've ever had on Twitter. Oh right, and viral to what extent then? Um, I, well, mean, I think of viral. I think of like forty retweets. Well, so if you click through to there, if you can you click there? Or is it just no, a I can't click there, but um, All right. I'm um, sure Anton will find it. Yeah, um, da, da, da. it was it, forty retweets. I think it was something. I think it was something like it was thousands of likes, thousands of retweets. It was it was incredible. You couldn't use Twitter. Because every time you, you did, there was just new information. I don't know how celebrities use Twitter. That's all I'm going to say. And. Uh, I'll always understand why a celebrity never tweets you back because the amount of information that they get is just so much. But right. um, Yeah, I, mean, you... I love Twitter, but de- definitely I get drowned with the tiny amount of activity around my account. But I can't imagine what it's like for you with that one. And as you say, for celebrities, when it's every day. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, anyway. I, I think I've found well, it. Give me one minute. All right, well. Um, so the okay. first one is, so... Uh, 275 replies, uh, one, one, one and a half thousand retweets, and then uh, just under 10,000 likes. And then it's a, it's like a 20 thread thing, a 20 tweet thread, and each one of them are similar. 
Brilliant. Okay, so you and your family basically do fun things for fun reasons and enjoy yourself a lot. And one of them is the Christmas lights thing. Yeah, that's why we're here. Can you explain yes, the Christmas lights thing? Because I thought that you were just this incredibly enthusiastic family who did the Christmas lights, and nobody else came to look at it. And the four of you or five of you, I don't know how many in our family would just stand and watch it on your own. But that's yep. not the case, is it? No, no. So we have um, Hodgson Family Lights. Is um, it started about three years ago? We just it started with a simple matrix in the window, and then last year with lockdown, we went a bit crazy and did, we we had seven and a half thousand lights, and then this year we've just got a touch under twenty five thousand lights, and it's it's we get a few thousand people every season that come, and people come from like Manchester to come and have a look, which which is it, it, which which doesn't sound that far but last year in the middle of lockdown when you got when you have people from manchester like, technically you shouldn't be here but right. um it's 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 all good yeah so we do it for the community we also do it to raise money we work with a local hospice we've been working with them for about five years and lots of fundraising if you follow me on twitter you'll have seen me in stupid costumes uh, last year i did 26 half marathons each one in a different costume you know that sort of thing and we work with them to do to do lots of fundraising a snow snow nation or snowation snow nation that was an idea i had um because last year the show was on the front of the house and this year i've moved it to the back we've got a scaffolding structure built especially for it um but i still wanted something on the front so i was like we've got 200 snowflakes and we let people sponsor them and your name lights up with the snowflake so you can dedicate to somebody who's it's birthday and maybe they've passed away or maybe you just want more for yourself and it, all the money goes to the local hospice that's brilliant. And so kind of basically what we're talking about today is you have this event that you've created and built up over three years. And this is how we're going to talk about how you, A, create it, build it, then promote it, the PR, the SEO, and the, yeah. the yeah, general because, promotion and running marathons or half marathons. Yeah, because and, so, and that that, that's the point. It's, it's, there is so much going on today. There are so many events. There are so many other things. So it's not so much these days building something like this. If you want to get people here, you've either got to hope that somebody comes, sees it, does a video and goes viral, or you've got to put a little bit of effort into it. And we actually have conferences about Christmas lights now. Um, and I've a talk on promoting your Christmas light uh, display and uh, getting involved with stuff like that. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. that. Sorry, the, you, you already had conferences or the conferences were built up around your Christmas lights? Oh no, we we we. So we, there's a community of people that do this, do, do synchronized lights, and we had a conference. Well, we had an event. Um, we had the first UK event uh, this year. Uh, there been America. I was due to speak at one in Las Vegas, uh, an American, mm. a Christmas light conference in America in July. But uh, there's this little thing called COVID. I don't know if you heard of it, which meant I couldn't go. Right. Yeah. No. Sure. Hundred percent. And the other thing is lights in Las Vegas. I mean, that's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Obviously, not very Christmassy. It is. It's one of those things that in this hobby, when you're in this hobby, it ruins lights for you because you just look around and you look at like, oh, I wonder what control they're using for that. Oh, are they using that P5 panel? So all you do now is see, and even my wife, my wife will see, uh, my wife will come around and she'll look around with me and she'll point out lights and she'll she'll know the model number of specific lights that people are using. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of part of the problem when you get too involved in anything, I think. And we, we made cartoons with my uh, ex-wife and I actually ruined cartoons for me for a couple of years because I could see all the cuts and I was thinking, how did they do that? Why did they do? Why is that cut there? And it took me two or three years after making the cartoon to stop doing that. And now I can enjoy them again. So yeah, yeah. are you are you worried about your uh, what unhealthy dislike for Christmas light details? No, that wouldn't be what you'd call. No, no, I, 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 it's fascinating. Like you, 
you watch other people. There's a there's a show. There's um, a TV show in America called The Great Christmas Light Fight, and um, <laughs> it's 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 shows like mine that compete in America for fifty thousand dollars, and you just watch them and you go, "Oh, how did they do that?" And you you take inspiration from it. One of the things that I love about this community is it'd be so easy for it to be competitive. And every TV show that you see about Christmas lights, there's always two neighbors that hate each other and like compete. But that's, that's not the case that I've seen in this. It's a very collaborative experience. There's another show in Leeds that's a bit bigger than mine. And we've helped each other out. You know, he's helped me with my tree. I've helped him with putting his props up. And you get people traveling and visiting each other's shows because you just want everybody to have the best show they can. Right. Yeah, and it is that kind of thing with TV is they try to create this idea that everybody's competing because that what that's what makes great TV. But in fact, I mean, maybe like the SEO community, there's a lot of support going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Brilliant. So basically, you start building the lights in August, having a barbecue in your garden is what you said earlier on. Oh, no, no, no. That's one part of it. We start, we oh, start right. building the lights now. So we start now. So uh, the, the lights are on from four till eight. So right now, there's a reason I'm hiding in this room. It's because right now outside, the lights are on. There's people in my garden having a little dance to the to the lights. And you right. can hear it in the other the room. Um, they're on till eight o'clock. And while you're out there, you've, I've got a little notepad and I write down, right, that worked well. We should do this. Maybe we should think about adding a dance floor. What should we add next year? Right. And so we write all that information down. We have a chat about it after eight o'clock. And then we normally take about January off. So we have to take everything down at the start of January. That goes into storage. And then from February, then we start designing, right, okay, what's going to go where? Where do we put it? And then we we order the stuff in February. Um, and then um, that sometimes t- takes, because some of it comes from China, some of it comes from, used to come from America, but now we've got a great UK source um, called Build a Light Show. They, they are doing a lot of st- great stuff. Um, and now... We, we 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 build it up throughout the year, but yeah, we we it starts in February. There's a full there's a full year going into it. It never really stops. Absolutely brilliant. Now the other question that occurs to me now is it it's on from four till eight. Is it the same music uh, going round in circles, or is it four hours of music that that you have synchronized these lights to? So what happens is there's a, there's a few different ways that people run shows. What a lot of people do is they do like one. 15 minute show specific songs and they run that a few times an hour or a few times a night. Right. Um, I don't like that. What I like to do is I like to sit cause I like, there's the showman, you know, we've seen the comedian. Like I, I, I like being on stage. I like, I've got an ego. So I like being out there talking to people as well. It's a really nice way. So me and my wife will just stand out there and we'll talk to people. We give sweets to the kids. And what we do is we work out what they want to see. So if there's a little girl, we'll say, do you like Frozen? Do you like Toy Story? And we put them on. So we have about 40 songs. Right. And we have a playlist order. So And it will go through there if nobody's there. But if there's somebody there, we'll, we'll, we'll do specialized songs for them. Um, for the dads, we've got We Will Rock You. Uh, we've got the Leeds United song. For the mums, we've got The Greatest Showman. And there's little bits like that that you always pick out. Right, yeah, the Leeds United song, but not for the people who came from Manchester to see you, obviously. Um, uh, do you know what? They're like, some of them like it as well. Oh, we right, have, okay. we, we, some people will give us a donation to play the song, and some people have given us donations not to play that song. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gave us a fiver not to play Leeds United for half an hour. So oh, Brilliant. <laughs> Oh, I love that. That's a, that. That's a really nice kind of approach and a, another friendly approach rather than a competitive or, or aggressive exactly. or, or difficult exactly. approach. And the other thing is you've got 40 songs. That's 120 minutes of music. So that it would basically play through twice if nobody 
in, exactly. interrupted. And your exactly. idea is let's make it dynamic and keep changing things around for the people who are actually here, which is delightful. Especially because we get people that come back every night. We get people that come back um, a few times a week nice. just to see. So we're always adding new songs as we go along. Um, we also do Halloween. So Halloween only has seven songs. And at the end of that week, you are so bored of them seven songs. And that's oh. why we keep adding the songs that we like. Right. Uh, do you get more songs each year? Do you add more songs? Yeah. So you're getting more and more and more. So next year it's going to be 80. I wouldn't say 80 because you, because <laughs> of the way that it works is because the show changes every year, the, the, the props and the placement, you have to remap all the songs. So you're not starting right. again, but you have to do a lot of work for each song to get it back to where it was. So 80 songs, you know, you, you're talking, I need to start now. And obviously you don't confirm you can't confirm where all your props are until you put them up. And so realistically. Oh, sorry. I just had another idea for a question is kind of the, the way you program it. Do you sit in front of the, the, the lights with the music going with a kind of keyboard where you kind of press things where, you know, the lights are going to light up. And so you kind of choreography it in real time as you listen to the music, or do you actually have no. to sit down and do it second by second? You, you sit down, you do it second by, you do it millisecond by millisecond in a, in a, in a few ways. Sometimes, you, in a lot of ways, you do it bar by bar. So, you know, and you, you have, you've got, there's a wonderful bit of software called X-Lights, which is free. So if anybody wants to do this, like the, the software is free and open source. Um, and there are, there are some cheap ways of doing this, and the, but there are some really expensive ways of doing this. But um, what you have is you, you have a, a visualizer. So it simulates what your show will look like on the, on the computer. And then you push it to a controller and then you see what you actually got wrong within there. But from 90% of the, of the hobby you can do without plugging any lights in at all. Wow, brilliant. Okay, so we've got the, the lights and we've figured out that you start in February and you work yeah. through the year. But as you're building your light show and getting the things in from China or from your UK supplier, you're also doing the PR and the promotion, which is kind of the more marketing aspect of this. Yes. And you're, what you were saying and what I understand is you're not particularly special, so it's actually quite difficult to get the media attention, the PR, and do the promotion. That's a bit harsh, Jason. I, my mum thinks I'm special. You know, that's Yeah, so it's really interesting. Like, it depends on people's knowledge level. So, um, like, you think of a typical Christmas display in the UK. You think of a house... Um, with blow molds and all the, the things and i and to me like i, I got banned from a, a facebook group for for christmas lights because um i said that it looked like the range christmas had sneezed all over their house and they they didn't appreciate that um right. i didn't use the word sneeze but I will, we'll talk about that later um and and it, the so that's that's one aspect and that that is one one area that takes effort. Now ours takes takes a different amount, but if you don't know the difference between them, you'll think that they're quite similar. So you know there there are bigger displays in the UK, and there there are bigger pixel displays in the UK. Um, that that's 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 the internal terminology they use for these. These are called pixels. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say you use the term pixels for lights. Yeah. Because they I, are I don't, I don't like using that term with like normal people because they don't know it's just a light. So whenever I'm talking to press or wherever wherever I'm, to, you'll never see me on Facebook use the word pixel, right? Because I'm not adding additional terminology to that. These are lights, and for for for, for anybody in the world, they, they, these are lights. And when they're in a reef, it's a Christmas light. 
Right. Okay. So, I mean, that's a good point about not using technical terms to people who don't necessarily understand it. And and the idea that kind of you're not special. I'm sorry if it sounded insulting. Is is the fact that there are lots of people doing this. So there are, there it, it's a similar problem that we all have with our products: is getting that attention for something that is obviously, in your case, not very common, but certainly more common than one would expect. Yeah. So we we start off early. Um, the first thing that we do is we've got, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on all the social platforms because you want to increase your chance of doing it. So in January, when the show's down, we film all the, we we filmed all of the, the, the songs. I'm actually going out probably tomorrow night to film all the songs. Right. Um, so I hope it's not cold. And then we put them up on YouTube in January. And that only not, not gives us, that gives us an archive of our songs, but it also means that anybody who's searching for them will find our show throughout the year. Right. We also start to look at, right, okay, let's have a look for some local journalists. And we just follow them on Twitter. On our, We've got a Hodgson Lights Twitter account. And we just follow them and see what we're – and we'll just interact with them. We'll, I've made friends with some local journalists. And that just – you know, that, that helps me and that helps them later on. Because it means that if I'm saying, hey, we've got this, we've already got a relationship with me. They already know me. Right. And that's the sort of thing. So we start that very, very early. And we do a little bit of that throughout the year just to, to see that. We also, throughout the year, we, on Instagram, I, I love Instagram, but we, we, we document what we do. So we're building, we're building it. If, if, if Scarlett's in the house pushing an Olaf prop, I will take a picture. We'll do a little bit of a story update. Next year, we're actually thinking about doing like a 10-minute YouTube, like monthly update about what we do and how we built it and putting right. it together, putting a little bit more effort into it. But you're keeping in, in the back of everybody's mind that, this is on. This is on because it's so easy for people to forget a Christmas show in the middle of August. Because which normal person is thinking about Christmas lights in August? Not not many people, apart from our house. So right. it's about just keeping that conversation going. Um, our Facebook page had about seven hundred likes last year. You know, we've just got a thousand, but it's about reminding that seven hundred people and remembering that Facebook doesn't show your post to everybody. So you right. need to keep making sure that a that content's relevant. B, it's interesting, and so that you, and you keep posting it, so you've got more chance of seeing to that audience. Right. I mean, because it's a really interesting point that this Christmas lights are only once a year and only for a few days. Um, I mean, I don't know how many days it was up. I can't remember what you said at the beginning. A couple of weeks. We, three weeks, we start. Weeks? We start on the first of December, and we're going down in four days, Christmas Eve. Right. Okay. So can, it's a, a short period. And then you're saying that we, you have to keep some kind of interest throughout the year, which would apply to any kind of Christmasy product. Do you, do you actually see that immense kind of ski, uh, what's it called? A hockey stick uh, of interest oh, yeah. towards Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It starts at Halloween. So right. because we start to do Halloween lights, Halloween is when people started to really, really get into it and really get excited. Um, this year, this year's been a bit a bit strange with the current COVID and stuff like that. Uh, people are a lot more cautious. There's a lot less. Um, all the shows in the UK, because we, we all chat, um, are saying, you know, lower numbers and stuff like that. And this week, it's really been the first week that people have kicked into it with with kids off of school and things like that. But, but yeah, um, as, soon as, as soon as November hits, like the amount of people that read and respond to our Facebook post just shoots up. Like in August, right. you know, I'm lucky if we, if we get a hundred a hundred views on a post. But when it comes when it comes to, I think last year, I think last week, I think we reached forty thousand people on Facebook. Right. Wow! You know, and for a little cross Christmas show, it's pretty good. 
Yeah, it is. And, and that, that thing with uh, Halloween that you said, I mean, when we were doing the kids cartoon, we had a website and we had uh, activities for Christmas, activities for Halloween. And we saw the same thing is basically, I think people think, right, that kind of party's over. What's the next one? And that's when they start searching for it and becoming uh, interested. And it, it's a couple of months ahead, really. Sorry, go ahead. Exactly. No, no, no. That, that, that's exactly right. And that's why you've just got to keep in that mind and you've got to make sure that when they're ready to search it, you know, you 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 are there, and that's so. As we get closer to Christmas, so you know we spend a lot of time making sure that things like you know I spend a lot of time in Canva, making sure like assets like um, it's easy to find because although on our Facebook post and uh, we have um, the first thing we usually say is here's our postcode and here's the times of the show which is four to eight. On the Facebook page we have our address, and um, on every single post on every asset we create we have the postcode. And I will say we get 12, 15 messages a day from people on Facebook saying, where is it? So it's no. about making it as easy as you can for people who are too lazy to read um, and that sort of thing. Well, I, I suppose kind of one of the things that people don't think, oh, there must be the postcode in the image because that isn't generally what we would see. So kind of maybe there is a thing about the obviousness of the way you're communicating, not to criticize what you're doing. I'm saying that's a brilliant idea, but people look for the most obvious. Oh yeah, we, we we try and put it literally. We try and put it in the first line of most updates, right? And and so, but it's it's about being there for when they're ready. So yeah. one of the other things that we do is we're on all the local Facebook groups. So my 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 town Crossgates actually has two Facebook groups with about ten thousand people in each, and the wow. admins hate each other, so you can't post on them both on the same day. Um, and so we have, you know, we have local interest and things like that. When we talk about. Um, uh, and we also have the Leeds Facebook group, which has over a hundred thousand. And making right. something there that that people are interested in, making sure you've got a good image. Uh, it's it's all stuff that 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 you don't think about when it comes to uh, Christmas lights. You think you can just put them together and people will come. And in a lot of cases, people will people will find it. But if you want if you want to get like noticed, if you want to get more traffic, if you want to get press, you've got to put a little bit of effort into it. Yeah. In some cases. You don't. In some cases, somebody will come, take a video, put it on TikTok, and it will go viral. That has happened. Uh, there we go. You see that. So that's one of my camera images mm -hmm. there. Uh, that yeah, has for the audio people, we're seeing an image that says four to eight p.m. A Hodgson family lights. See over twenty-five thousand Christmas lights dance and sing to music. That's brilliant. Look for the house with the lights at ah yeah okay LS fifteen seven LP for anybody who's looking for it. Oh, yeah, because there have been people that have come to that postcode and not been able to find it. And it's really hard not to, to say, did you look for the house with the lights on without sounding sarcastic? Because right. you can't miss the house. It has 200 snowflakes that light up. I, oh, Anyway. Brilliant. Um, um, sorry, just really quickly, thank you to, to um, Simon and Eamon for the – Eamon, sorry, for the Merry Christmases. Thank you very Merry much, Christmas guys, for both. watching. I'm having fun learning about Christmas lights. And I, I had a question about the, the way you're building out your, your promotion is you, you start with the focal kind of Christmas lighty group with small numbers of members and then build out from there, having built up your maybe authority or your popularity within those small communities, demonstrating to the larger communities that there's interest in what you have to say. Is that maybe fair? Um, yeah, yeah. So, and then, so, so we, we, we go out, we, we, we always focus on local because it's okay getting in like, so for instance, we were talking like this morning we were featuring the Metro, which is absolutely brilliant, but that's going to bring hardly anybody to my show because, you know, some, someone someone in London is not really going to travel up to Leeds 
to watch uh, a, couple, uh, a singing Christmas tree sing a few songs. <laughs> but what they can do is if they come to my site, they'll find out that there's other shows around them. They'll go to like like find, right. and then we can we can increase the the hobby. And what that interview was meant to be about was about the group as a whole. Um, right. So uh, about the community that we've built. So then we we start off local. We, we carry out. So there's a couple of journalists to say BBC Leeds that I know. And I messaged them, and we were on the BBC Radio Leeds. How you talk about Christmas lights on an, on, a, on a radio station, you know, it's always fun um, for the people that are listening to the the, the podcast here. Um, again, good luck. I want you to visualise some flashing lights right now. It looks amazing. That's great. Well, well, can, can can you describe it so that people kind of, I mean, the the twinkling bright lights of red, green, yellow, and blue flashing to the in time to the music. This is my idea. Yeah, well, so um, so for instance, we've got so this year on the back we have a six meter by six meter scaffolding structure with uh, twenty five thousand lights, a, a mega tree which is about fourteen foot high. Wow! Um, that has five thousand lights on it, um, which is connected to my shipping container, which is my that's my office slash workshop. Um, yeah, we've got uh, we've got uh, we've we've got representations of snowmen from Disney of um, uh, fairies from Disney and a very popular mouse that, that we can't name for legal, legal reasons. Wow. And, um, you know, there's ev- everything is synchronized to music, so it's not just the ones which go one color. Uh, you can see behind me, those people that are on video, that, that a- every one of them likes is individually programmed. It's got a chip in it which can do any color that you want. And you, you can synchronize it down to the million millisecond. And you, in some cases, you have to, down to the beat of a song. Right. A, do you find that people, some people come purely for the technical aspect of what you just described? Yeah, yeah. So especially people that want to get into the hobby, because what tends to happen is that people um, see a video on YouTube uh, and go, oh, that looks good. I'll, I'll do that. And because that's what I did. And then right. you take about two steps into the hobby and you go, Jesus, this is really hard. This is actually a lot more complicated and a lot more time consuming than I thought. So what you try and do is you find a fellow elf um and that because that, that's what the group's called it's the european lighting fanatics the elf oh, um, and, and you find somebody to come and and so the amount of people that i that have come over and i've opened up and i showed the controller boxes and how it all works um we had some local kids that are uh friends with scarlet from school really interested so i think they're going to come around one afternoon i'm just going to take them behind the scaffolding and say right this is how this works this is what plug, plugs into this Right, and then the, the kids obviously then go out the front and wonder at the the, the wonderment yeah, of yeah. it. I mean, the magic of it must be amazing, standing in the back garden with kids, especially. It is, and you know, every night you can see people just just kids just dancing and singing, and like uh, even adults. Like we 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 had a couple the other day who just were just were just driving past at the club, and they were in the garden for about an hour and a half. And then they said, oh, do you know what? We need to bring the kids next time. And they came back last night um, and they were there and they just absolutely loved it. And they really, really appreciated the effort. And, you know, that that is what you want. So you want to increase your chances of getting more and more people like that. Um, yeah, thank you very much, European Lighting Fanatics Elf. Yeah, um, Anton's uh, just shown, yeah, the, 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 the text that was said earlier on. Obviously deeply charming. Somebody must have spent hours thinking that one up. Uh, yeah, it wasn't me. I can't take credit for that one. Uh, I am an admin on the group, but um, yeah. So, and around this time, we end up getting thirty to forty member applications a day. So it wow. is a very, very busy time for us um, because everybody wants to do it. 
But the issue that you've got is you get people joining at the start of November going, oh, I, I thought I'd start now. You know, I want to join to get an early start for my Christmas decorations. And you just think you've, you've, you've got no chance. Unless you're willing to dedicate quite a bit of money and time, like, it, look at next year. Right. And that is kind of from the marketing perspective, at least it's marketing and preparing your product, as it were, is thinking well ahead and not expecting to be able to just shove it all out the door really, really quickly. Exactly. So we'll go back to we'll go back to PR, for instance. Right. So so when we come to the PR stuff, it, like you said, I'm not special, you know, um, and, and a lot of shows that so and journalists can be a bit bored about writing about Christmas lights because because to them, um, 100 blow moulds in a garden is the same as a synchronised design. At the end of the day, it's a newspaper or it's a website. It's right. it, it's a Christmas light display. So what we try and do is we try and talk about a story and we try and give them something like that. So, for instance, last year, we pitched the idea that because um, – <laughs> so I'll tell you a little bit of a story that leads on to this. Okay. Uh, my, my family are massive Disney fans. Um, we we go. We used to go several times a year. Um, our house is a homage to it. We've got Disney everywhere, and we've been to every Disney park in the world apart from the Asian ones. And so, in 2018, me and my wife said, "You know what? Let's save some money. Let's put some money together and let's go. And we'll do a big trip. And we'll go to Hong Kong, then Shanghai, then Tokyo. And we'll do it in one three week trip. And we'll take Scott. But and this is in 2018. We had to save up a little bit of money for that." So I said, right, let's go in two years. So let's go in May 2020. Okay. So we we saved up, we booked everything. And, you know, we don't need to go to what happened in mm. May 2020. But we managed to get all the money refunded. So we had this money sat there. Um, and obviously, we couldn't go to any Disney stuff. So the story that I wrote was about how we had this holiday of a lifetime cancelled. So we decided to create Disney on our own house. And we built our own sort of Disney castle. And, they, they, you know, we got a lot of coverage for that. We got a lot of interest because we turned it into man puts lights on his house to, um, you know, family recreate dream holiday, things like mm. that. Yeah. I mean, also, sorry. Yeah. So just just as, as a point, just generally speaking, I think we forget that that kind of different angle totally changes the story. And that's where great PR comes from. So keep going with your examples. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. We also take the, took a look at, so things like the songs and like what we're targeting. So um, I'm, I'm not the biggest football fan. And by, by the way I say that, it means that I've never been to a football match in my life. Right. But I know that Leeds United are very popular. So what we did was we did a, um, we, we actually synchronized Leeds United to the lights. I mentioned it earlier. So right. marching on together, their famous song, everybody sings it. Um, that you can, you can request that on the show. Um, and I put that up on Facebook last year. And I and I joined a few Legion United groups, and I just posted the link. And within four days, it got fifty thousand views, um, which was absolutely great. So I'm just give me a minute. Um, fifty thousand views, Brilliant. and for a, for again for a Crossgates small light show, and we had people coming from all over just to see this this show. So- so potentially you could also actually target specific types of people according to the songs that you do each year. Obviously, you've got the Disney songs, but then you've also got the Christmas oh, yeah. Carol stuff and the Leeds United fans stuff. Yeah, we, I mean, we have Sandst- uh, Darut Sandstorm for some of the, the older 90s ravers. You know, uh, we, we have some dubstepping. Well, I mean, at the start of the, the, start of the um, year, Dubstepping uh, Christmas lights, you just said, yeah? Oh yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of dubstep Christmas songs. Um, 
<laughs> we'll take requests from people, but it takes a bit of time to do songs. But if we can do it, we will do. And yeah, it, that's and that's one of the things. That's why we sit out there and we do the jukebox style because we can make sure that there's something for everybody. Like um, we've we've had like we've had we've had like the mums of the kids in there dancing, and the dad sat in the car like, oh, this is this is rubbish. I'm not coming in. And then yeah. I'll put Leeds United on, or I'll put Queens. We will rock you on. And I've seen them literally run from the car to with the camera just to take photos and just to see it and show them with the friends. And and that, that's the that's the joy of this hobby. You can put whatever you want. Right now we're we're sequencing um one of one of my favorite musicals, which is six. Um we're sequencing some of the songs from that um on onto the thing because we're gonna try and produce a little video of that. Right. why didn't I understand what you just said? You said six. Six. Six is a musical. Oh, right, never heard of it. I've got no idea what that might it's be. It's about Henry VIII's wife, and it is absolutely... If you While you're in England, if you get a chance, uh, go and see it. It's on tour. Right. So it's Henry VIII had Henry VIII had six wives, then, I take yes, it. Yes, and it's, it's all their individual stories, but it's a, but it's, it's, it's a musical, and it is, it's incredible. Right. But one of the songs from there is what we're looking for. Okay. I'm afraid running around my head isn't a particularly joyful kind of uh musical but i presume it is uh, no um it has it, some dark bits and oh, right. it, it is it is there's some funny bits but it's 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 just it's a brilliant show brilliant wonderful okay so back to christmas lights to, to kind of conclude what what's the plan i mean over Chris, christmas itself do people turn up on christmas day is that a popular uh, day no, or we, does nobody we, turn we, up? we go we go we go dark on christmas eve so once eight o'clock on christmas eve it hits Everything gets turned off, and then depending on how much time I spend with my family on Christmas Day, if if I if I get really really, I'm like right, okay, I can't watch this anymore. I might go outside and start packing some stuff up, and then oh, yeah. it all goes into storage. Right. I'm oh, sorry, I missed the fact. Yeah, it ends on the 24th. How very foolish of me. So brilliant. So basically, Friday is it? Friday evening is the end of the Christmas lights in Leeds at your house, at least. But it, all the hobbyists do that. They all stop on the same day. No, no. Some people go. Uh, up until New Year's Eve, some people do a New Year's Eve show. Um, we did last year, but um, I just uh, uh, I didn't want to this year. <laughs> I was happy with what we did. What, what we did Christmas Eve, there was there was too many things going on, and Brilliant. we weren't supposed to go away. So um, uh, I don't think that'll be happening right now. But I've already no. committed, and I've, I, I need to start working on next year's now. Brilliant! Yeah, uh, get started working on the next year's as from Boxing Day on the twenty sixth. Uh, um, Anton actually has uh, a question. Can we bring that? Are we able to bring his question up into the? Yeah, Anton can bring the questions up. If Anton uh, wants to bring the Emin question up, that's all right. If he can't, I'll, I'll read it out. Which is, um, please go ahead. Have you ever been tempted to branch out into Halloween lights, Dom, to extend the season? So this year was the first year we did Halloween lights, and they were really, really popular. People really, uh, but again, it took a while to build that up. I, I assumed going into it that the Christmas audience, as soon as we mentioned Halloween, will be straight there. But actually, right. Halloween has a slightly different audience. So it's about being, almost building that up from the beginning again. And so that was a learning curve for us. Um, people say, what can you do next? And the issue that you've got in the UK, at least, is it starts getting light. Today's winter solstice, which is the longest day, uh, which means that from tomorrow, it starts getting lighter. And last year, we, we did um, some lights on the house for Easter. But it didn't get dark until nine ten o'clock, so you can't right. be doing a kids show till no. then. So on the front of the house, we've got snowflakes. We're keeping them up for a while because we can do. Um, there's there's Freddie Mercury there. We can do some. Um, we can we can actually 
submodel them, uh, which is which is a technical term. It means that so you've got the model which is a snowflake, but for Halloween I can turn them into bats, and oh, I wow. think that for, Hall- for for Valentine's Day I think I can turn them into love hearts. So, and maybe I can turn them into eggs for Easter, which means I don't have to take them down. So wow. that's the plan at the moment. Morphing lights, how delightful! So you can keep going basically through the winter months when it's dark. Exactly. Absolutely brilliant. That was the most delightful conversation about Christmassy lights I've had in uh, ooh, 35 years at least. Thank you very much, Dom. That was brilliant. We're going to now introduce uh, Winnie. Oh, and thank you for everybody for watching. That was really great. Thank you for the Merry Christmases and the happy festive season. I'm looking forward to a festive season with my daughter. And if you're asked, wondering why I'm in this very strange background, it's because I'm staying with her in Oxford in her student house, and it takes me back he's, 30 He's definitely not in a grow house. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, it's going to be uh, Winnie's son. Uh, she's going to be talking about branding to grow your business. She's absolutely awesome, incredibly cheerful, incredibly positive, and she brings loads of really great advice to the to the table about growing your personal brand and, in fact, growing your personal brand into your um, company brand in a really kind of delightful, positive manner. Uh, Dom, would you like to pass the baton as we have every week? I, I don't know about. I've got a ball. I haven't been into one either. If I do this, <laughs> there you go, Winnie. There you go. Thank you. I hope, do you want the Santa hat as well, just for the, the session? There you go. Brilliant. There you go. Thank you, Winnie. I'll see if I can get Winnie to wear the hat. Thank you very much, Dom. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for watching. We'll see you next week for Winnie's son. A quick goodbye to end the show. Thank you, Dom. Awesome session, Simon Cox. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. To you too.